When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. That's all you need or from your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast and it's all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, it's the wrap-up show with John and Jim. Very tough loss. Look at Jim. He's heated already. Jim, get, you're going to have the floor in a moment. Dude. Jim's heated. It's the wrap-up show with John and Jim. This, is a real, this one stings. It really does. It really does. There's so much to get into. We want to hear from you. Let us know where you're watching from. We'll run through some of those. If you want to make sure we get your uh, comment here tonight, you can always use that Super Chat function. We greatly appreciate the Super Chats. So thank you for consideration when it comes to the Super Chats. If you're a Padres fan, we have year-round Padres content for you. If you're here live, please subscribe. If you're here on replay, please subscribe. Uh, if you're here on replay, please consider hitting that thanks button as well. Please smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Machado and Melvin ejected. Grisham, for the second time in three days, a huge home run. And then a 10th inning, Jim, with twists and turns, top and bottom of the inning. Cardinals take the first two games of this series. The floor is yours, Jim Russell. Where would you like to begin? I imagine you're going to go to Chris Siegel tossing Manny Machado. I mean, complete fucking ump show. That <laughs> was atrocious. Literally, dude got upset because Manny gave him a look. And yeah, he was arguing balls and strikes. And yeah, the letter of the law, I guess, is you can't argue balls and strikes. But he said one word, and you could easily hear what he said. That He said that was a ball. And the dude is soft enough. To th- was this dude's, like, parents in town watching watching, his ga- watching this game? <laughs> this, ain't, this ain't about you. And this is what the most annoying part about these umpires are, is that they inject themselves in the game, and they eject the best player in baseball up to this point, the MVP of the National League, because of words. Dude is fucking soft. He's a horrible umpire, by the way. It wasn't just, and yes, that was a strike to Manny. So I, I will give the umpire that. That call. yeah, but he missed. He missed sixteen he earlier. Has, he missed a million calls yep. earlier, and the yep. strike that he called to Manny, the same exact pitch that uh, Stammen threw later in the game, was called a ball twice. Dude's a fucking joke. He should not be a major league baseball umpire, and by ejecting Manny and and Melvin when he did yes that completely changed the entire completely game. changed the game completely changed the game okay that's the first Jim ran of the night um joke dude okay so first of all again what's we're the guy's gonna get name? to what's the guy's Chris name? Siegel Chris Siegel Chris Siegel um, bro right there buddy right there buddy <laughs> dude please please <laughs> we want this channel to last beyond tonight um we thank you for the super chats. We thank you for hanging out with us. If you're just making your way into the chat again, please subscribe. We have year-round content. 
Uh, we appreciate the super chats. We'll make sure to get to all the super chats here tonight. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. It's great to have the goat with us, by the way. Mark Nimitz is in the chat. We'll tell you about Mark in a moment. Uh, Mark is literally a lifesaver if you have insurance needs. So if you have any insurance needs, you got to consider Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Uh, Jesse, thanks for hanging out with us. Hello to you as well. Uh, really tough game from a Padres perspective. But Jesse, thank you so much for the super chat. Jim and I greatly appreciate that. Um, listen, talking Friars, completely agree. And there's a number of plays I want to get into in a moment to that point. Uh, and then there's this. this John, What's that? Did you tweet the show or no? I think so. Did I? Tweet about it. <laughs> Be a man. Uh, I want to get to the super from uh, Patman0074, who says, I'm so sick of Hassan Kim. I love him, and he's funny and cool to have on the Padres, but he's an offensive hole, and today he was a defensive hole. Uh, Kim is really struggling, regardless of location, home, or road right now. Um, okay, I want to say this. I want to say this about the 10th inning real quick, and then Jim can go off another ramp. Um, I'm ready. First of all, Kim in the top. I'm so glad that that Pat said this. Top of the inning, runner at second, nobody out. Melvin's been ejected. Philosophically, they don't bunt Kim. I don't know if that's coming from Christensen or Melvin or whatever. Philosophically, on the road, they're not trying to take the one-run lead knowing that the Cardinals are batting the bottom of the inning. Kim, to his point, hasn't hit the side of a barn in 10 days. I'm bunting Kim in that spot. Okay, he's a slap hitter. I'm bunting Kim in that spot. They don't. Now, later in the inning, as we know, they hit this bounding ball through the left side. It, listen, Zokar was running. I, I saw multiple views of it. Zokar was running. He was thrown out by a mile. Lars Newtbar, that's literally his name, was super Fucking shallow. Fucking Lars Newtbar, bro. <laughs> He's super shallow. He threw him out by a country mile. Now, would I wave him there? Yeah, there's two outs. M maybe he throws up the line. I think you got to wave him there, right, Jim? I mean, you're sending him, wouldn't you? You can't you question that, right? You, no, you have to send him there. It was, it was a that dude has that arm type of play. Like, <laughs> Whoa, but he was shallow. Whoa. He was very shallow, but, but at the same time, um, there's no questions asked. You send him 100%. Why? Like, Zokar is supposed to be like kind of fast, but all of a sudden, I know like, like he didn't look super fast. <laughs> like, like it felt like he was jogging. No, he was not jogging. He wasn't. Um, he, he was not jogging. Okay, that's the top of the 10th inning. Was it, was it Alcantara or Zokar that was running there? Zokar. Okay. But then hear me out. Hear me out. So you got this right. Kim situation. All right, they don't score in the inning. Give Newt Bar credit. Bottom of the inning, uh, Taylor Rogers gets the pop out off the bat of Arenado. Huge out. Then the San Diegan, Edmund steals third. Most of that is on Rogers, but I'll say this. Alfaro's throw wasn't great. If Kim gloves it, Kim's all over the place at third. He's like fumbling over his feet. If Machado's a third, Edmund is out. A a well, two things. They're not stealing if Machado's a third because he gloves everything. Secondarily, if Machado's a third, he's tagged out. So, you know, Kim in the top of the inning doesn't bunt. Again, maybe that's more on coming from the dugout than Kim. Bottom of the inning, what are you doing there? If you glove that cleanly, I think they have a play at third. So those are my first two points. And then I'm not facing pools. I'm not saying it's the game. There's more that goes into it. Pools is a professional hitter, Jim. It's first and third. I know he grinds into a lot of double plays. You got a lefty in the on deck circle, and Newbar is hitting 111 this year against Rogers. I'm sorry. I'm taking my chances with Lars Newbar over the guy with the most RBIs in the history of the National League. It's just what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so I'm just so frustrated, mostly with the umpire. I'm still I'm still mad at what's this dude's name again? I, I forget. Chris every Siegel. Time I love how you have no clue. Chris Siegel. Chris Siegel literally could not pick this this douchebag out of uh, umpire lineup. I mean, he's he is um, tonight changed changed the game. That that's what pisses me off the most is when umpires and referees they inject themselves into situations where they change outcomes of games because now there are instances when it, where it makes sense, but this doesn't is, this is not one of them for me. Like you have had a shitty strikes on the entire night yet. You're going to eject Manny for some words. And then he said it was an, I mean, Manny said it was an effing ball. That is not grounds for no. ejection of a player. It is for a manager. It is not for a player. You have to know if you're Chris Siegel, you got to know one thing. 
Manny Machado is the National League front runner in MVP voting. No You're one goes to the ballpark the to see Chris freaking but Stiegel. Here's the thing. I'm not Rivers saying there's no circumstance to eject him. If he is up in your face, if there is pushing and shoving, if it's ludicrous, if he's throwing his helmet at you, if he's stomping and kicking and throwing dirt over home plate, that's okay. Okay. If it, it was not that. He was upset about the circumstance. He threw his bat. He threw his shin guard. He looked back. He said one sentence. That was a ball. That was an effing ball, and you toss him. That is egregious umpiring. That this, is this, really poor umpiring. And this goes back to when the umpire baited Madison Bumgarner and threw him out of the game. Sure, now, it, sure. This, this is not as egregious. Yeah, not exact, no, not no, as bad. But bad. Not as egregious, but yep. Manny is up the third baseline. Yep. He's away from you. Heading to the field. Let him talk. Yep. It's Manny You're, Machado. He's hitting 360. He knows the strike zone better than you do, Chris. You know, seriously, the strike zone tonight was horseshit. It was awful. Way. It was fucking um, horseshit. There's this, we're going to be here for like the next six hours. Patman0074, thank you again for the super. Um, he says, and yeah, why don't we bunt anyone over? Is this an unwritten rule that we don't bump because it's cheesy? This is such a goofy game. It's not. Here's my speculation. And I think they have bunt in the top of innings this year. I think they have bunt in the top of innings this year. My guess is they're playing for a larger inning in that spot, knowing that one run doesn't win you anything in that spot. Um, and if you, you know, if you take the field bottom 10 leading three, two, you know, still a runner at second with nobody out and St. Louis has a decent chance to tie the score. I'm playing for a run in that spot. I'm not playing for multiple runs, not with this offense. No, no, no. I'm playing for one run in that spot. I'm putting all my marbles with a runner third and one out and get them in with a sack fly. Something St. Louis did a couple of times tonight with Albert Pujols. Um, it's Hassan Kim. If leading off the inning is Manny Machado, I'm not saying Bunham. It's Hassan Kim. I see no problem with Bunning him there. Agree or this, disagree, Jim? No, I I I, I agree. Um, with the way this offense has been going, you need to do all the little just things you possibly can yeah. to score one run. You have to. You just have to. And if that, and it's not like Hassan Kim. It's not like you're asking Fernando Tatis Jr. to bunt. Or you know, like <laughs> right, right. It's awesome freaking Voight. Kim. And and by the way, if Kim doesn't know how to bunt, then that's also a problem. No, and no, 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 no. He knows how to bunt. No, he knows how to bunt. Yeah, he should be. That's, and, I, no one's ever said that. No, I, I'm. But I'm just saying, if if the call, no. if they didn't say to bunt, that's bad. That's bad call. I think, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm bunting there. I, I just am because of the circumstance. I'll play for the lead and put Taylor Rogers on the mound and put some pressure on the Cardinals and see if you can hold them off in that spot. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. They elected otherwise. They still nearly scored a run. And, and they you're right. I'm nearly I'm scored a run. Walking Pujols 1,000%. I just of have the time. to. I know you have no margin for error, but it's Albert Pujols. I mean, how many times has this guy come through with a man a third and less than two outs in his career? 2,000? I mean, he's not. He, he, yeah, right. It's, it's, he might be 75 years old. It doesn't but he, matter. He hit it's, a sack it's, fly. It's yeah, yeah exactly. he's going to hit a sack fly. Um, let me get to another super. Then I want to tell you about our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz. Again, if you're just making your way into the chat, Padres lose three, two and 10. They've lost consecutive games. They'll try to avoid a three game losing streak for the first time all year. When they play tomorrow morning against the cards, they will send you Darvish to the mound, needing a stopper. Hopefully he gives them that outing. Um, and again, we appreciate the super chats. If you want to make sure we get your comment here tonight, please subscribe whether you're here live or on replay. If you're here on replay, you can hit that. Thanks button as well. Smash the like button for us as well. Uh, Sam, thank you for the super chat. Thank you for your support of the channel. Thank you all for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, Sam says, seems logical that Gallo will be a Padre. Uh, he has really struggled. Uh, his value is practically zero right now. Preller loves him. Um, a lot of fans aren't a fan of him, though. What do you think of Joey Gallo? Just in general. I mean, the outfield is obviously a black hole right now. I mean, could that be Would something? Would he be that... better than the options they have now? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Then, because, yeah. yeah. Freaking do it. Like... <laughs> I mean, just Jim, are you drinking? No, I'm frustrated, bro. I, I'm I, I I hate it. It pisses me off so much when umpires do this shit, dude. Like, and then you compound it with what happened at the end of that game. Like, I can take losses. I can be a but yeah. when you eject the best players so on dumb. the teams for that reason. I mean, come on. Yeah, it yep. was a strike. Okay. Yep. Manny, but Manny wasn't arguing that. Like, people don't understand that. I got, I got stupid trolls from St. Louis on Twitter talk, t saying, who well, was a strike? Yeah, no shit, dummy. 
Yeah, but I mean, it, it was wasn't about that pitch. It yeah. was about the other pitches in the sure. entire game that led up to that moment where it's like, dude, can your strike zone is hor- horrible. Like, get a grit, buddy. Learn how to call a ball in a strike or go down to the minors or figure out a new career because clearly you are not a good umpire. Uh, Sam, our point is, uh, yeah, Gallo is logical. You know, we agree. I agree. I mean, it's only June 1st, tomorrow. But it is logical, and I do expect A.J. Preller to be active. I really do. I don't know how long you can put up with his offense. You can only wait for Fernando Tatis Jr. for so long. They're, they're lucky. They're 30 and 19. But you can't wait forever for the Cavalry. I mean, you're going to have to hit. And Bob Melvin's saying it every single night. They're going to have to hit. He, he's saying yep. that the offense is letting down the pitching. Not in those exact words, but I'm listening. It's what he's selling um, or saying, excuse me. Uh, let me tell you about Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance um, because Mark has been unbelievable to work with throughout this claim process that I'm going through right now. I'm telling you, if you have insurance needs and you're a San Diegan, you have to call Mark Nimitz. You have to call Mark. Um, he'll talk to you about everything Padres related. Even if you don't have insurance needs, just call Mark. His website is at the link down below. He's our title sponsor. Here's his site. You can get a quote on his site. You can get all the information you need. Auto, home, renters, life, earthquake insurance. I have my homeowners in my earthquake. He's saving me tons of money. He can save you $750 a year. I had a claim because of a plumbing issue. He is literally saving me thousands of dollars. So without Mark, I have no clue what would be going on at my place right now. Not only is he saving me thousands of dollars, he's taking a process that should take weeks and weeks and weeks, and he's shortening it down. So if you have any insurance needs and you want to support this channel, um, or you just want to talk Padres baseball, please call Mark Nimitz. Seriously, please call Mark Nimitz. We're able to do this channel because of his support. Uh, We ask you for your support. If you have any insurance needs, please contact our buddy Mark Nimitz at Farmers. All his information is above my head, mnimitsoffarmersagent.com. That's mnimitsoffarmersagent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that John and Jim from the Wrap-Up Show sent you. And, Mark, thanks for hanging out tonight. Again, please uh, contact Mark for your insurance needs. Andrew, thank you for hanging out with us from overseas. means a ton. Thank you for the super chat as well. Um, okay, so he said, upgrade idea. Padres legend Jose Perella is leading the KBO in average hits, runs on base percentage. Currently has a slash line of 400 471 611 bring him home maybe no. yeah bring him home and maybe Hassan Kim can go play in the KBO is that bad to say <laughs> <laughs> well um, we did listen Kim is not Kim's the Kim's a reserve when Tatis comes back can we all agree Kim's a reserve when Tatis comes back they're paying him like starter they're paying him seven eight nine million dollars a year whatever it is Kim will be a reserve. He just has not earned the opportunity to play every day over the last year and a half. Right, Jim? Right. He is a guy who is never going to be a full-time starter in this league. I'm sorry. Not for for a good team. I'm sorry for people that love Hassan Kim. Those are just the facts. He is a great defensive player. He is a backup. He is a guy that can spell for a week, two weeks, three weeks, maybe even a month if there's an injury. But if you expect Hassan Kim to be your starting shortstop every single day in the big leagues at this point in time right now, that just ain't it. Like he's been really good on the road, um, but he's a 200 yeah. career hitter. It's right. facts. I mean, I, I don't know what else to tell you. Um. Okay. A couple of other things in this game, by the way. So listen, is Wainwright Wainwright? Of course he is. Did we say last night he was going to deal? Of course we did. Did he deal? He did. And now did the umpire play a role in this? Yes. Was Wainwright good? I thought he was. I heard Melvin post game and he was very complimentary, but he's been complimentary of everyone because everyone's carved up the Padres. Uh, listen, Wainwright's good, but Jim, 32 called strikes with Wainwright on the mound is the most by a pitcher in the big league since August of 2020. I don't understand necessarily what the philosophy was. I understand working deep counts or trying to draw walks. Have you seen Wainwright's command? His command is impeccable. I know. He knew when he had the enlarged zone, he was going to work around it. You he called it. You said, Wayne, yeah. you said Wainwright's going to shove today. And that's exactly what he did. He doesn't do it with velocity. That's the, the velocity is the most overrated thing in sports. It, it, it really is. Commanding pitches is so much more impactful than your velocity and your ability to mix and match pitches and hit spots, all quadrants, all areas. And that's exactly what he did. So I thought he was very good. I thought he benefited from Chris Siegel's strike zone. And then I think offensively, you cannot have a night like this in the big leagues and expect to win. They nearly stole a game, Jim. You look up and down this thing, and Voight had two hits. Voight's playing good baseball. He's hitting 10 consecutive games. He's playing fine. Myers has been bad. Cano, to your point, has been awful. Kim has been bad. Can we talk about that for a second? 
And but now Alfaro Grisham tie of the game. I give the Padres credit for for that happening. Yep. But you look up and down this lineup. I mean, you're not beating anyone with no. this type of offensive performance. You're not beating anyone. No. Um. Come on. Say it. What do you want? Credit. It's a long year. But I, I'll, no, no, I'm no, not credit. Not credit. Yeah. But just say it. Come on. Say Cano's it. been bad. No, no, no. Uh, not, those aren't the words. Say it. Jim's right. There you go. There you no, go. That's a long year. Because believe me, I'll rip Stop. you. When Cano, when Cano has a six total base game. He's three for 32. He's hitting 094 with the team. Bro, come on. <laughs> automatic out. I don't disagree. I don't Robinson disagree. Robinson Cano is an automatic out. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's I mean, it's not like it's early, Jim. <laughs> okay. It's very, it's early. Yeah. He's gonna turn it around. He's gonna hit 300 for this team. Yeah, Robinson Cano, gotta go. Uh, let's get to the super from Airborne Figgy. Thank you guys for the super chats. Again, if you're just making your way into the chat, please subscribe. You're on Padres content. We're here for you on nights like this, the good nights and the bad nights. Uh, please consider the super chat as well if you want to make sure we get your comment. There's that dollar sign down below. So Airborne Figgy, our buddy in the chat, thank you for the super chat. We appreciate it. Uh, he writes, I know Hosmer didn't play tonight, but his average is now 312 and is definitely going to keep dropping. Do we try to move him before he tanks? The age-old question, Jim. It's like, how did Stonehenge come to existence? <laughs> what came first, the chicken or the egg? Um, death, uh, taxes, and will you try to move Eric Hosmer? I have no answer for it. My speculation no. is they cannot move him. It probably rocks the clubhouse and isn't happening at this point. But I mean, I'm happy to entertain it. We'll entertain it all July long. I'm sure that's what's going to happen in July. Well, if you heard Manny Machado talk to Marty Caswell the other day, yep. that's not even a discussion anymore. Is there's no way they're trading Eric Cosmer, right? But he is who we thought he was. Like he, you know that that saying, he is who we thought he was. Yes. Or oh, that's you know, uh, you're talking about Denny Green. Yeah, they are who we thought they were. Yeah, the Arizona Cardinals. That, and, and I'm just changing it. Eric yeah. Hosmer is who we thought he was. He is not the Eric Hosmer in April. He is more aligned with this Hosmer in May. Definitely. Um, mm -hmm. It's, like, not shocking at all that he is playing the way he's played the last month. Hopefully, he has a hot month next month. But if he doesn't, True. will I be surprised? No. It will be same old Haas. You know, I saw some people. I tweeted out a slash line. You joke that I was killing them. Um, Why do so you hate he, Eric okay. Palmer? So, you know, he has been. I mean, I didn't put this when I tweeted. I just tweeted the, the stats. I'm going to let me um, let me opinion. Let me offer my opinion here and be subjective. All right. All right. Go for it. Not only was he really good in April, mm -hmm. the idea that he came back to earth in May, that's not being honest. He was bad, really bad in May. He's got an OPS of under 630 in May. That's awful. His career OPS, this is Eric Hosmer we're talking about. I don't have, let me see. His career OPS is 769. He just had a 630 month and Eric Hosmer's career OPS is not exactly good. So listen, April was really good. I give him credit for it and it mattered and it was impactful and it helped them win. It really did. And you'll take it. You don't kick it out of bed. They needed it. But his May, as good as April was, May was just as bad. Now, you could say, well, he hit 255, John. means nothing. Hit for no power. Hit one home run. Hit for no power. Had three doubles. Four extra base hits in a month for a starting first baseman. That's an embarrassment. No pop. No power. No extra base hits. No nothing. Not getting Dude, on base. With four no extra walks. base hits in a game. He's just, you know, singles. And, 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 his, and we all talked about his Babbitt in April. And we're like, there's no way that can stick. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, it's never what it's going to be where it was in April. Mm -hmm. um, but it just shows that, like, once Hosmer fell off a cliff and became Eric Hosmer again, the lineup without Manny, it's like, dude, you got no other person in this lineup that's hot. No other now, person. Now, now Voight, now Voight's being, he's hitting 10 straight. I guess I, I will say that. But I mean, I'm talking about consistent, like, can you count on Voight? To be a I don't know yet. I, I, don't I don't know, know yet, yet, but I, I, I do think he's. It. I can't fully trust it. Yeah, not fully, but he's he's been a lot better. I mean, he was really bad, you know. Right. He he was. I mean, he struck out like thirteen straight times in the minors, <laughs> like triple A. Yeah, I mean, it was only nine, but still, you know what I mean. Um, 
this t- two runs again tonight, not it's just not good enough. It's not good enough. And I mean, the two runs came on one swing. There are only two extra base hits. Is that right? Yeah, double Alfaro. Double a homer. Homer yeah. Grisham. I mean, none of that off Wainwright. I know yeah. Wainwright's good, but not this good. He should not be going seven innings, two hits, one walk, ten strikeouts. He's averaging six yeah. strikeouts for every nine. He strikes out ten and seven innings against you. That's not all Chris Siegel. We yeah, can blame pretty, Chris Siegel, but not all of it. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. Um, let's see here. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes. What did Jimmy even say? Yes. Robinson Cano sucks. Ah, uh, that's right. I'd forgotten. I'd yeah. forgotten. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about find I mean, No, hold what? on real quick. We'll talk about Snell in a moment. I thought he was good. Um, I want to hit on this. John okay. Jim, can we please acknowledge that we can't trust Preller to go find a bat? All of these win-now moves have completely blown up, and those prospects that could be helping this team are helping, I'm assuming he's saying someone else. So you're talking about the Ty Francis and the Eric Lowers and the Luis Urias's and the Josh Naylor's and the Cal Quantrill's. Yeah, I mean, it's a very good point. It's a really good point. Um, I'm not overly optimistic he goes and finds the greatest outfielder in baseball history. I do think he's probably going to address his outfield. I don't know how. Um, but, I mean, you can't put up with this, Jim, all year. Like you said, Fernando Tatis Jr. is not fixing your outfield. I don't think. I don't think that's the plan. Name me one guy that A.J. Proler has traded for in season. That's a bat that has turned out. I will wait. Adam Frazier had that one hit. <laughs> but you get my point? Yeah, I do. I do. There has not been chat. one. I mean, put, put it in the chat if there's someone that's helped this team the last six years. And, and I'm not even counting the last six years. I'm just counting the last three. Well, the other three years they didn't acquire. They were that's my point. Off. They weren't even yeah. in a, a, a position to to yep. to contend. So yep. why that doesn't even matter. They were selling off pieces. They sold. They gave away Fran Mill Reyes. Uh, gave away Ty France. Uh, Luis Arias. Uh, you know, you freaking name it, dude. This team has given away a lot of depth, and other organizations have had actual good development systems where they have turned those players around and. Made them good, made them good players. So, um, yeah, not one. Well, what about Moreland, Mitchie, two bags? Oh yeah, you're yeah, that worked out well. You know, there's something to be said about this. You know, Ludus, there's something to be said about yeah. this. I mean, Fernando Tatis Jr., generational player, the trade widely considered one of the best in baseball history for one of the two teams. Now, I say that Tatis has to get on the field, obviously. Um, here's the thing, Ludus, agreed, but at the end of the day. If the Padres don't make the postseason this year, nothing salvaging A.J. Preller's tenure as Padres general manager, unless Peter Seidler is that gracious and that willing to stick with him for another year. I think 9 out of 10 owners wouldn't, obviously, in that circumstance. But while that might be fair to get him to this point, n- nothing, in my opinion, is going to save A.J. Preller if this team doesn't produce for 162 games. Now, so far, so good, Jim. They're 30 and 19. They're not 19 and 30. That's completely different. They're 30 and 19. They're pacing for the postseason regardless of this series against the Cardinals. But yes, widely regarded as a great move. But how many times can you miss the postseason? <laughs> Keep your job. Well, according to, find out. according to Peter Seidler, you, you can swing and miss for every year you're the general manager and be fine and have job security. Mm-hmm. Just because you're, you know, selling you're jerseys. Saying according and- to Peter Seidler? Yeah, according to Peter. So you're critical of Seidler for keeping him for this year. John, you know my stance. I would have gotten rid of Preller after this after last year. It's, I just, I just want w- you on the record again on the wrap up show. You're welcome. I just I I'm sorry. It just was time. And, you know, he's done some good things. And I'm talking about like bringing in some pieces that are good pieces for I think winning teams, but he's just he can't build a roster and he can't develop players and he can't draft pitchers. To, besides, to this I agree with you to so this far. point. I, I agree with you to this point. I, I reserve judgment on the future until I see how this year plays out. Because at 30 and 19 under Bob Melvin, I am optimistic they can win 88 plus games. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, this is it. We talked about this. This, yeah, this year. Is, right. Is Burn it. the ships. This is it. You gotta Done. make the postseason. And and I'm I if you're telling me you gotta choose between Bob Melvin and AJ Preller. Well, for sure. I mean, what do you mean choose? Bob Melvin's not going anywhere. They can win 75 games. He's not going anywhere. Right, they win fifty games. Bob Nolan's not going <laughs> fifty would be ridiculous. Something that'd be, very, would, that'd be, that'd be bad, horrifically wrong. 
Nothing um, could happen this year to make me want to get rid of Bob Melvin. He well, is the manager not. for as long as he wants to manage yeah. this team. No, of course not. Uh, thank you, Jake. Buy Bitcoin Daily, our buddy in Arizona, driver, great viewer of the wrap-up show, loyal viewer of the wrap-up show. Thank you, guys. We appreciate the super chats. Always do. We really appreciate them. Thank you, Jake. This is interesting. Dom Smith, who was like the centerpiece of the Eric Hosmer, Chris Paddock deal to the Mets. Uh, he's been DFA'd. Do we pick him up? Here's the thing. I'm not opposed to that idea, but you do have, like, is Dom Smith better than the Nomar Mazars and the Brent Rookers and the Trace Thompsons? They've already parted ways with Trace Thompson. Here's the thing. Before I'm putting Dom Smith in the big leagues, and I don't hate the idea of a flyer. I really don't at all. I don't at all. Nomar Mazar has like a 1,300 OPS. He's 27 years of, of age. I said 32 last year, whatever. He just got five years younger. What does Nomar Mazar need to do to get some playing time in the big leagues? And is he a worse option than signing Dom Smith off the scrap heap? I mean, I, I don't know. I, do I, would, I, would I pick up Dom Smith? I mean, that would be kind of ironic, right? You're about to trade for Dom Smith. For Hosmer. For Hosmer. And now ha Dom Smith's DFA and you pick him up. That'd be really, kind of weird. He's got um, a 59 OPS plus. That is lower than... 59? Like, everyone. <gasps> Dude. Well, it will, it will it would turn into another Cano situation. Like, are you just going to pick up all the scraps from the Mets? I mean, the Mets are a freaking good baseball team this year. Don't you they think really they know are. what they're doing a little bit? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, don't you think that uh, they know when a player's kind of done <laughs> like oh, wait, Robinson on. Cano wait was he DFA'd or not Sam says he wasn't DFA'd did was he option ah uh, he was he was option he had options it's an interesting right, so for the last point. five minutes just completely don't even <laughs> just watch fast forward it. that just fast forward but thanks Jake watch. thanks yeah, for no, the super we do appreciate it we really do uh okay our buddy Sorry, I'm, I'm Mets two, eight, four. Four. yeah you don't yeah you should be watching more Mets uh, student of 284, thank you for the super chat. We really do appreciate the super chats tonight, guys. Um, Suka Peter Marcano blowing it up for the Pirates. He was raking in double A, by the, by the way, before he was called up this past week. Another desperation trade will end up regretting forever. Yeah, Adam Frazier for what, two months where he hit a buck 80 for a young, controllable piece that a lot of people thought wouldn't be a power piece. He's now homered back to back days at Dodger Stadium. Um, and is like a super utility or you know, capable of playing multiple positions. That's for sure. Um, it could bite. It could hurt him. Absolutely. And you traded to Capita Marcana and he's balling out right now. Dodger stadium. Yeah, it could, it, it, it could be a situation where you regret it. Um, just like the Ty France deal and the Luis Urias deal. Like that deal is, ugh, that deal is very bad. Um, I think, it's still very early. Like, but to also to your point last night, yeah. like, where's this guy in the Padres organization that comes up and has a weekend series or a week series where it's like where he hits three home runs? Where he hits three home runs. He, he, that's my big thing now. For from now on, when the Padres struggle offensively, where are the reserves? Where is the one guy? It could be Nomar Mazar. He's not even a prospect. I don't care. He's 27. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Where is the 27-year-old or 22-year-old or 19-year-old or somewhere in between? that gets called up and rakes and helps and surprises and performs. Where is that person? I've missed that human being for the last 10 years. John, we've all missed that human being. The only person that has actually come up that has been done anything has been Fernando Tatis Jr. Sure. I mean, no question. No but he's question. a generational one-on-one no guy. Yeah. And he was on the team from day one. I want to see a mid-season I don't know, recall, right? I want to see someone come up in the middle of the year and contribute offensively. I need to see that. I do want to remind our viewers about our relationship with Aura, ORA.organic. If you're looking to get healthier, Aura is the way to go. ORA.organic. You click this Take the Quiz button, you're going to get 30% off your first order. This is a plant-based nutrition company. Their co-founder, Will, is a San Diegan, like our buddy Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, a huge Padres fan as well. Whether it's probiotics, I talk about them all the time. Digestion, that's the number one reason to take a probiotic. Um, heart health, mental clarity. There's a zillion reasons to take a probiotic. I take one every day through Aura. Uh, proteins, Jim has the uh, protein shakes that he takes after workouts. They have pre-workout supplements. They have omega-3 oils. They have sleep supplements. They have immunity pills as well. Everything's plant-based. 
Everything will improve your health. Everything can improve your health in 2022. If you have any health needs, yourself, your spouse, your children, please consider ORA.organic. Great way to support this channel. Click that Take the Quiz button. You'll get a discount on your very first order. www.ora.organic. Take that quiz. Protein powder, pre-workouts, probiotics, greens, fish oil pills, everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. Go there right now. We're hooking you up. Take the quiz www.or.organic. You will definitely thank us later. Thank you again for the support from Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Insurance needs, contact Mark. Health needs, please contact Aura.organic. Both links are down below. By the way, if you ever miss the wrap-up show on YouTube and you're looking for the audio-only edition of this show, we now have a brand-new podcast available for that. There is a link down below. Um, I'm going to put the link in the chat right now as well. So if you want to Listen on a variety of platforms, literally a variety of platforms, Spotify, iTunes, um, Apple Podcasts, which is now iTunes. Uh, the link for our podcast, please subscribe. We really appreciate it. If you miss any of the show, you just want the audio, you're running around, uh, you can get it at that link. I want to get to the super from our buddy, Michael in Mexico. Michael, thanks for hanging out with us. Thank thanks, you for man. the super chat as well. Always appreciate, appreciate it. it. Uh, he says, and to your point, John, Mazzara is actually, he hadn't actually had a decent year in 2019. 19 home runs, 786 OPS, 116 games as well. So not like it was a small sample size. Yeah, I would say why not? Now, again, are you starting Mazzara over Profar? No. no. Are you starting Mazzara over Myers? I'm not opposed to getting him some playing time in that equation. He's not going to be a center fielder for you. But if you're looking for a fourth outfielder, now they have a Zocar. If you're looking for a fifth outfielder, and I think they are, um, then Nomar Mazzara has deserved an opportunity to get 30 plate appearances to see if he can run into three balls. Right. And, and the, I see in the chat here, Campusano is another name. Can, yep. And if you're going to bring a guy up, like you can't, you got to give him consistent playing time because you can't do this stuff where you're just playing two days and have four off days. Like it just can't happen. I think, right. You know, you saw, CJ Abrams and it just he's not ready. He's not ready. Yeah, I don't know if Nomar Mazzara will be a guy that can do that. Mm -hmm. Um Trace Thompson hit like 13 homers in the minors and he came up I and know. he just couldn't hit. I know. Like, I don't know what it is. And I'm glad that Melvin isn't a guy that's like, oh, it will come, it will come. He is more of a like, this is not good. This needs to change. <laughs> like, we can't continue to keep doing this where we just don't score. We have no slug. We have no extra base hits. We have one guy on this team that's a threat. Just cannot have that happen. This is the zillion-dollar question that is always in my head and we rarely talk about. We've talked about it before. Why is Alcantara on this team? What role? You have Cano. So he's not your reserve middle infielder. You have you have a Zokar, so he's not your first reserve outfielder. Right. What role is he serve? Like, give me even None. a role. None. John. Yeah, John, get rid of Alcantara I, or however you say it, Alcantara. It goes back to AJ Preller can't build a roster. Now again, he's your 26th guy. Right. He's 26th guy. But overall, you have a lot of guys on this team that are like, what the fuck? Like. Uh, Profar has been good for you, but he's not an everyday left fielder. Dude's supposed to be playing every position on the field. He's supposed to be like the super, super, super utility guy for you. <laughs> right? He's not. He's not like I know. He's he's made some great plays in left. He's also made some awful plays in left. I feel like it, right. He's been he's been good for you. I'm not. The Profar is the least of this team's problems. Right. But it's not like he's. But yeah, I'm. I'm not. A, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But like you went into this season, and thankfully for AJ Preller, Profar has performed. But you went into this season saying that that was your outfield. Like, come on, man. Right. That was looked at and viewed by the front office and AJ Preller as that's it, guys. That's the outfield we're going to go with. What, in I don't what think world? that's what they, I mean, out of the lockout, though, like they definitely entertained trades that would have impacted their outfield. So we're, gonna give out a, we're not, we're not, we're not giving out awards for participation. John. <laughs> no, I agree. You know what but I, mean? I don't like, know if they, they were like all in. They almost got Jose Ramirez. They almost got Joey Gallo. They almost <laughs> no, got, you're right. you know, this guy. It's like, no, we're not playing that game. It's just, it, they did. They didn't land anybody of significance for this outfield. And you look at it right now. Thank, thank, thank goodness for Trent Grisham. The last couple of games getting hot and pro far to have his start of the season. But Will Myers has been a, horrible. Um, the, everything about this outfield doesn't 
It just doesn't do like Jock Peterson, one million, one year, six million dollars from the Giants, and he just hit his 14th home run tonight or 13th home run tonight. That's like quadruple the amount of home runs the Padres outfield has hit this entire year. Amazing. Um, I'm, I have to apologize. I missed the super chat from Ruben. Sorry about that, Ruben. Thank you for commenting in the chat. If we ever miss a super, please make sure to comment in the chat. We want to make sure to get to every oh single God. super chat. Uh, this is a great way to support this channel. It's how we're able to do this each and every night. So thank you for your support, Ruben. With this super chat, this has been Jim's point. I would say this. Now, Ruben, thank you again. He says we don't develop players. I would say this. I think the Padres develop players and then trade them off. Yeah, I mean, there are certainly some players that, like, I don't think the difference between Ty France being the hitter he is today and not being a hitter is the organization. I think Ty France would have hit regardless. Do I think Eric Lauer would have panned out regardless? I don't know. Do I think no. Cal Quantra would have panned out regardless? He's a former first-round pick. It's, there's no reason to believe that Cal Quantra was going to be a complete waste with the Padres organization. I think Ruben Diabla has been a bit of a godsend for this organization. But I understand that point. I, here's my point. Maybe they don't scout internally as well as they should. As in, do they know what they have? I don't think it's necessarily a lack of development. It's it's really understanding and scouting internally. Like, what are you giving up? It's not just about what you acquire via scouting. What are you giving up? Yeah. So, I mean, again, it was Ty France not developed. I saw him hitting the big leagues with the Padres. I think the – and I see uh, Rich mention his name in the chat. I think the biggest – I think the person you can look at as – um, had the what's the, what's the one am I looking for? Um, benefited the most mm. from getting out of this organization. I think might have been Eric Lauer. He changed, and the organization changed his entire windup. You're if you saying look with at, Milwaukee? With Milwaukee, if you yeah. look at his windup with the Padres compared yeah, to fair. what it is with the Brewers, sure. He is now a short arm pitcher instead of long and has completely changed what type of guy he is. He's dude's throwing 97 miles an hour. That that to me just show that tells me. And then same thing with Cal Quantrill with the Indians. Like this organization is not good at developing players. They're just not. And that's AJ yeah. Peller's fault. Yeah. I mean, he's going to take blame for it. There's no question about it. I mean, I think your points are valid. Like, congrats. Yeah. You, you drafted guys with talent. Everybody has talent yeah. in the bigs. But it's about how can you develop those guys and turn them into real-time players. And with this Padres organization, not one time can I remember a guy being brought up, developed through the system, and stuck with this team. Now, there is one player that could change that trend this year, and that's Mackenzie Gore. I think Mackenzie Gore so far has bucked the trend of oh, not, you think? not yeah, being I mean, able to develop. And I will put a lot of credit there to Mackenzie Gore and to Ruben Niebla. But other than that, no hitters besides Tatis, but he's a generational player, and no pitchers besides Mackenzie Gore. Now, those are two cornerstones of a team. True. Could be your two best players, arguably, Could like be, for the next six years. But you need more than two guys to win a championship. The, yeah. Well, well, let's see. And I, and I agree. Listen, they, they've lost some trades, and they have lacked development specifically of hitters that are helping them at the big league level. But, yeah, starting pitching as well, other than Mackenzie Gore. Um, okay, so Jake says this. Thank you again, Jake, for the super chat. Really appreciate it. Uh, he says, why did none of these players hit or play well here and then leave and play like all-stars? As a Padres fan, I'm used to it, but looking at what this lineup could be, super frustrating. Why? I don't think this is only a Padres problem, although it is kind of frustrating when they acquire talent, that talent doesn't hit for them, but when they give up talent, that talent that performs elsewhere. Um, oftentimes in baseball, and I remember this when I worked in the minor leagues. Did you know I worked in the minor leagues, Jim? What? Oftentimes in the minor leagues, when a player gets to a second organization is when they begin to thrive because A, they're using it as motivation, the fact that they were dealt. B, with that new organization, it's clean slate. It's a complete clean slate. So it's not shocking that when young players are traded, they then later perform with their newer team. This happens all the time. With that being said, it feels like the Padres lose a lot of these. Um and it feels as if when the Padres acquire some young talent, it doesn't always hit. Oftentimes it doesn't. Um, Tatis being, you know, the huge outlier. But they got him as a 17-year-old. He had never had a pro AB. So I don't know the answer to it. I get it. It's frustrating for your Padres fam. Yep. And you're like, what? can we get maybe a couple times we have a bunch of no-name players, like, ball out? It'd be nice. 
Right. Can Nomar Mazar, and he's not even a no man or, or no name, or like name no someone man. who's in no. AAA right now that can help. How can you not look right now to your system? Uh, Estuary Ruiz, how can you not look to your system when you are literally on life support on offense? I mean, the fact that they're 30 and 19 is incredible. Yeah. They are on life support on offense. They have not scored more than four runs in a game in 10 days. Yeah. I know. It's been bad, John. It's been very bad. What are they waiting for? Is it Fernando Tatis Jr.? He is not swinging a baseball bat. I don't know. A Brooker? Jay, I, what are not, they waiting Rooker. for? Yes, I don't know, John. Brooker's, Brooker's, I'm here. with you. That's I got a Preller's cool. number. I'll text him right now. Dude, that is the... Honestly, as good as Mazar has been, I understand it. If as opposed to Mazar, they go to Rooker. Former first-round pick with a big bat or a power bat who never put it all together with his first organization... Maybe he is, you know, the opposite example of what we're talking about. Can Brent Rooker come up or Nomar Mazar or whomever and put together 10 good games and 40 good plate appearances for this team and hit 320? Am I asking for too much? Is that ridiculous to even consider? Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, John. asking a little too much from this organization. Probably, probably, probably a lot too much, to be honest with you. Um. Do we read? Yeah. Do we read Jake's? Yeah, we read it. Okay, we did. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, the thirty and nineteen is maybe the excuse, but it's you got to look at it more than just wins and losses. I mean, you got to—they are dying out there on offense, literally. They and I can say, well, the teams is good pitching stop. I mean, they scored it, like it, what two hundred and two runs this year, and then that how many is, runs they score against the Pirates? Nine. Maybe they won the series. Game. Which is good. I know. But they, now they you have time. gone in. Now you've scored. You've scored what? Two today. You scored how many last night? Uh, one, two. I don't even know. The three, six, three, three. three yeah, six, three. But the basically two. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's frustrating. It's a frustrating watch because because I think we all said and I've said this before and you can go back and watch like. We're just going to have to all accept that this offense is going to be a grind this year, and it's going yeah, to you be did say. frustrating you to watch, and we just have to kind of come to terms with it and accept it until you get some guys back and just pray and hope that a couple guys get hot, even though hoping and praying is the worst strategy to have imaginable. I need to look it up. I mean, MLB.com, I'm doing it while we do the wrap-up show. I mean, their, OPS, their team OPS numbers have to be – Forget OPS. Their team slug has to be bottom three, right? I'm going to look it up right now. Jeez. Would you be shocked if their team slug wasn't bottom three? I would baseball? be shocked. I'll, but I'm going to say it's higher than that because I think there's other teams that are worse. Just awful. Okay, so the Padres team slug is 28th in baseball. Okay, so you're Detroit right. Detroit and Oakland. Three. Now, there's actually a bit. I mean, Detroit and Oakland have been awful 20-something points below the Padres. So they're not going lower than 28th. They're not. I mean, it would take a disaster. But they're 28th in slug. Okay, now OPS, because they get on base at a better clip. So let's look at OPS. Decent offensive indicator. I think the best. 23rd. So you got a bad offense. Now confirmed. I, earlier I said, listen, look at this. Look at the OPS numbers. Look at the slug. It's middle of baseball. Well, it's not anymore. Because the last 10 days, they've been awful. You just want to look at home runs for a second just because I told you slug is awful. So obviously their home run numbers are going to be horrific. Um, they have hit the 26th most home runs in baseball. 26th. And and it's like you take out Manny and Profar, and then what? What is this team? Oh, don't do that! Please, please don't do that, Joe. You don't want to do that. You do not want to do that. I mean, sir, I'm looking. Let me see. I just just for shits and giggles, batting average just means nothing. It's got to be awful. Twenty third in batting. I mean, they're doing now runs. This is the interesting thing. So all that right? Twenty third, twenty seventh, twenty sixth. Blah 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 blah. Runs scored seventeenth. So that's weird. I don't know if it's sustainable that they're 17th well, you have a, in runs, but 25th kind of an offense. Well, you have a, a situation where they've scored double-digit runs in a couple games that might have skewed yeah, some things. Most teams have. It's 50 games in. It's going to be some outliers, right, in 50 games. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
but still overall, I mean, you look at this past week, they probably average what three runs a game. Two, not minimum. even. No way. Not even. Like yeah, two point seven. Yeah, two and a half, two and a half, maybe. I mean, there's this too. I mean, your payroll. Now again, you, you're without. It's like saying, I mean, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln has to play. You're with, you're without a star of stars. I mean, you are without a star of stars. Right, right. It's true. It sucks. I mean, I don't know if it's an excuse, but you're without arguably your best offensive player, even with Machado. Yep. You know. Literally, if we just had an average offense. I know. Average offense you know. is the best team in baseball. Yeah, right there. You're right. You know, so there's just, I mean, again, when I I watch St. Louis play, Jim, and I see the back of their bullpen. Um, they have depth. They have their organizational rotation, their depth. Lineup. Like, they're just a, just a well-run organization, and they, I mean, they just, they do it right, and they're always a pain in your ass. All the time. I think the Brewers lineup is, I mean, just as good as the Padres, if not better. I think the Brewers pitching is just as good as the Padres, if not better. I think the Brewers setup guys are better than the Padres. So there's that. And then look at the Mets. Mets have been better than Padres. That's inarguable. So those are the 10 games you're playing right now. You're 0-2. Still eight in front of you. Uh, it's not the end of the world. You're 3-5 and five in your last eight games overall. But this is the stretch that is crucial. Just crucial right now, Jim. I mean, you, you're staring at you don't play well here. You're staring at a one and six, two and five road trip. You know, it can go sideways pretty quick. You got you got yeah, a game in St. Tomorrow. Louis tomorrow where Darvish needs to be a stopper and an ace, and then you got four games in Milwaukee. This is far from a cakewalk here. Can the offense score three runs tomorrow? I mean, I would think they're gonna need to. You can't have these guys have to be perfect to win. That's not fair. We haven't even mentioned Blake Snell. You want to talk about Blake Snell? Thought he was really good. Me too. I mean, six innings, two runs. That's kind of what uh, we hope Blake Snell would give this team. Pitched well. You know, there are a lot of pitches, but they 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 made it so he got through six innings. They forced his ass to go out there and finish six, and he finished six. And I thought he pitched really well tonight. How many pitches did he throw? Um, ninety-eight. Pretty good. Pretty yeah. I would pitches in it. You tell me Snell goes six and gives up two. I take that every day. Every yeah, day. I, I didn't love the leadoff walk and whatever inning that was. The came around no. to score in front of Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt's on fire. He hits everyone right now. He's hitting 22 straight, I think. Um, but, yeah, I mean, when when Snell gives you that, win. Like, go find a way to win. Yeah, and then go. you get even on the Grisham home run. You can't find a way to win. It's just so incredibly frustrating. You feel like you're just stealing that game. Yeah. Um, and then they did, They got outplayed in the 10th inning, in my opinion. Um, they did. They didn't bunt. Zokar's thrown out on a good throw from whoever the hell's name is, Lars Nupar. And then bottom of the inning, it's like you got out strategized. You got outplayed. And Pujols, like, I'm sorry, I'm trusting Pujols in that spot more than Taylor Rogers. The Rogers is amazing, but all Pujols has to do is put the ball in play, Jim. He puts mm-hmm. the ball in play. He lifts the ball. Now, again, he's grounded into 415 double plays in his career, most in baseball history. But you put the guy comes through there a lot. I'm not surprised at all that Albert Pujols came through. Shocker. And, and a Hall of Famer that knows the situation and just needs to get the ball in the outfield. Yeah. What do you make of this? Thank you, Sean, for the super. Really appreciate it. Uh, why is no one talking about MVP hire Michael Berdar? Because blaming the hitting coach is stupid. Yeah, none of these guys are the answer, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, why am I going to – like? The reason why Eric Hosmer is not hitting anymore is because of Michael Berdar. Right, right. The reason why this team has no slug is because of Michael Berdar. Or maybe the reason why this team has no slug is because AJ Preller built this roster. And maybe the reason why this team doesn't have any slug is because they're without Fernando Tatis Jr. Just a thought. It's not Michael Berdar's fault. Did I miss Airborne Figgy Super? <laughs> There's got to be an easier way to. Um... I remember my first time controlling the chat. Did you see it? Well, it's a private chat me if you see it. Hold on. Fine, go find Airborne Figgy Super so we can thank him appropriately. Uh, Air- How long ago was it? <laughs> mm, he had one earlier. Are you looking? Yeah, I'm looking. Well, let's see. While you look, miss my Super Boys. What I had to say, though, would y'all be willing to give up Sneller Darvish to re-sign a San Diego Joe? Oh, sorry about that, Figgy, man. Come on. That's that's our bad. Not just a bad night for the Padres, also for the, the wrap-up show.
control room. Um, to keep Joe, will we have to move a pitcher? Well, I would say this: if you keep Joe, you're not also keeping Manaya and Clevenger, right? Yeah, there's no, there's no, like, there's no moving anybody. It's just who are you going to choose? And they have <laughs> got to choose. I mean, they need to build out the rotation next year. You have three guys that are going to be there. You have Snell, Darvish, and you have Gore. And you, who knows if if Martinez is going to re or to, you know exercise his option. And then you have uh, Clevenger and Manaya and Musgrove, and you, you need a couple more pitchers there to round out your rotation. So Jesus, I miss Carlin Super. <laughs> what what are you? So- Jim, I'm gonna need you backing up my my oh my uh, supers. goodness! Oh, you know where you missed it? No, because I was doing reads probably or looking at the um, team stats. We are sloppy. Jeez. Carlin, thank you for that. What's your Carlin comment as well? We'll get your comment on screen right now. Thank you all for the supers tonight. On a tough night for the Padres. Tough night for the Padres. Um, um, thank you for the supers though. Carlin, thank you. I know you, you're in here all the time. Um, you guys have been unbelievable to this channel. So thank you for that. Um, I, I don't really know what to say other than I will say this. The reason you acquired you Darvish is for days like tomorrow. Okay. The reason yep. you acquired you Darvish is for days like tomorrow when you really need to get a game. Is it the difference between winning the world series or not? I don't know. I'm not saying that. But is it the difference between avoiding a disastrous trip and salvaging? Yeah, it's a big game. It's important. You're not trying to get swept in St. Louis to start this trip. Not with Milwaukee ahead and the New York Mets ahead. So no. you need yeah, Darvish salvage. to be yeah. really good. Yeah, you need to salvage it tomorrow because um, that 5-5 five and five record that we talked about these next 10 games, if you lose tomorrow, that's going to be tough. <laughs> yeah, Just you're right. <laughs> Duh, yeah. Drunk Jim. Uh, listen, I I am Michael. I'm performing like the offense. You know who's uh, you know who's probably like real, you know who's probably <laughs> John is definitely not carrying the show. No, not tonight, guys. He is. Thank you, struggling. Frankie. Listen, dude. I, yeah, I'm doing. My, I'm seriously doing my best. It's like, hey, listen. Sometimes you try your best and you go for four. You know. Yeah. You know who's probably really upset tonight? <laughs> who's that? 7 a.m. Te- 7 a.m. text person. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I didn't say anything. No, I, the chat was with us. By the way, it, I guess we can bring it. I'm just no, saying, don't even. It's fine. No, not that. But okay, okay. It's fine. We tell it like it is. I mean, why, why else are people here? I mean, what else should we be saying about this team? Are we? Are we? I mean, I think we're being as honest as we could possibly be and offering our professional John experience. people people are very thin skinned. Okay. Very thin skinned. Very thin skinned. They cannot take criticism of fa- or their favorite team. They can't take criticism of an athlete. Like it's sports, guys. <laughs> Calm down. I mean, I, I honestly I can't be disingenuous. Like I, I can't I think our viewers, as we know, all of you guys here, the reason you're here, the reason it's sports. It is well, no, freaking no. sports, guys. Well, the, yeah, the reason they're here is because they want our analysis. They want our experience. They want We're our... We're never going to sugarcoat it. Yeah, exactly. When they went 13-1, to one, we're going to praise the hell out of them. When they win seven in a row, we're going to praise the hell out of them. When they lose seven in a row, we're going to talk about what they are doing wrong and why they lost seven in a row. Truth <laughs> sometimes hurts. What is this? I love the backhanded compliments. These guys are really good and are dedicated, narrow-minded sometimes. <laughs> well, that is true. I mean, honestly, that is actually a fair point. If you're like, hey, who's the red starting center fielder? I just, I, I don't know. I spent so much time around the Padres that it can be hard to know what's going on around baseball. I watched the Dodgers-Pirates game last night. I'm texting Jim all night long, and he's like, shut the hell up. Stop shut, texting shut me. Up. Why are you watching this game? Um, so we do spend a lot of time on the Padres and not a lot of time on the other 29 teams. Uh, Jake, thank you again for the super. Really appreciate it. Thank you guys for the super sign. Again, if you're here live, please subscribe. We have year round content for Padres fan. All we ask is you subscribe. Uh, that's a great way to support this channel. Please hit the notification bell. You'll be notified when we go live, smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Jake, thank you for the super. Uh, since we know we can't keep all the pitchers next year, wouldn't it be smart to trade someone who we won't be no. able to keep for a big no. bat? 
no, 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 Listen, I understand it for the long term, if you're playing for 2023 and 2024, and we all are, but I think, and it's so cliche and proverbial, whatever, the eggs have got to be on this year's team. You got a veteran manager in Bob Melvin. You got a veteran team led by guys like Manny Machado and you Darvish and Blake Snell. I think you got to really do everything in your power to win right now. And is that going to be good enough? I have no idea. Is that going to get them to the postseason? I hope so. Is it going to have them win the division? I have no idea. But I just feel as if the best chance for them to win right now is by keeping these pitchers. Now, is the best chance for them to win in the future by training one of them? That's a good point. Maybe it is. Maybe it is to win in the future. But I feel like they've got a good enough of a pitching staff where they can win postseason games. This offense needs to be uh, – I mean, I'm being very – it's got to be fine-tuned, and I'm being very kind. Um, but I, so I don't know how to do it either. I mean, that's a good point from Jake. Like, how do you improve this offense? We know about Fernando Tatis Jr., but how else can you improve this offense? You know, is my dog down here? What am I hearing? He is down here. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> Moises, thank you. <laughs> I won't. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, man. Jesus. I'm sorry. It's been a long, long day. It's been oh, a long by day. By the way, by the way, John, um, you also forgot another super chat. Did I really? Yeah. Who's? We got to that. I'm messing with you. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Thank you, Moises. Uh, before we get out of here, again, it's the plug. This is the final day for now. Oh no! Look, you did miss it. Jesus. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I'll be better tomorrow. You gotta huh. you gotta back me up. Um, I just did, dude. I helped you I out. No, dude. Thank you. Thank you, Carlin. Thank you all for your super chats tonight. It means a ton. Tonight is the end of the 15% oh. off everything. Hey, hey, hold on. Hold on, guys. Real quick. Yeah. Um, none of this shit. All right. None of this shit. I'm sorry. It's not happening. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Please don't do that, guys. Come on. Nope. Man. None of that shit in the chat. No, I you not no you're well listen we get and you we saw it'll it's just a, a warning here we'll give you a second chance we love for padres fans to interact with the channel but let's come on come on we're not here nope that's that's the last not thing tolerated um i listen i will say this 15 percent off everything <laughs> link is in the chat yes. Shop the wrap-up show that ends tonight john and jim merch okay i like this john and jim hat by the way Okay, so we got oh, John and Jim. What? Merch. Where'd yeah, that come that? from? Isn't that kind of dope? Where did that go? Know. Where did that go live? From, from Spreadshirt. That's where it came from. Actually, I that getting, thing was dope. Hold on, let me. I'm getting that shirt, that hat now. It's a hat. Um, <laughs> let me see what else is cool. Let me click on John and Jim for a second, because I don't even know what's in here. John and Jim stuff. I like this mug. Okay, so fifteen percent off everything. Um, it tells you when you get it delivered between June 3rd and June 10th. This stuff comes in like a week. Um, it's all reasonably affordable. You get 15% off. Look at this. This hat's like out of stock. That hat is sold pretty well. I don't know Ooh. if that's why. The um, show hat. But we got reach around show stuff. Um, all kinds of stuff. Link in the chat. Great way to support the channel. Stickers, magnets, t-shirts, you got them. caps. Did you order one AT? AT's says I'm waiting for the yes, John that's awesome. Hat. Thank you, AT. Thank you. Dude, I'm great. buying that black hat right now. Um, and, and when it arrives, make sure to put it on social, and we'll like retweet it, and we'll thank you, um, Sammy. Check it out. You know, we appreciate that. Um, yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Look at this. I really do, man. He needs to spark a. Is that like a cigarette? Virginia with a. Well, look at this. Thank you for the uh, endorsement, Rich. Hat showed up in three days. Boom, baby. Look at this. Quan got props for the hoodie. Mark Nimitz was telling me the other day he was getting all kinds of questions about the wrap-up show T-shirt. He wore to Petco on Sunday. Awesome. If you, you know? ever, if you ever, if you have a shirt, hat, anything. And you have social media, you have Twitter, Instagram, post it. We'll repost it and give you a shout out. Again, 15% off. I want to say it might end at midnight. So I'm going to put the link in there one more time. Carter, thanks for hanging out with us, by the way. Um, saying bucket. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to click on it, dude. 
They're both clicking on at the same time. We'll be back, uh, I think, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. See if the Padres can beat the cards in game three of the series. We'll find out like in September of 2034. Oh, God. Thank you for asking that, Carlin. So here's the deal. Jim's not kidding. July 31st. Like, what? Like, we can vote for a president. And they have like all the votes. There's like tens of millions of votes. And they figured out in like 12 hours. And you can vote for John and Jim, and it takes three months. Takes a like while, I blame, buddy. I blame Jim. If we win, we're gonna we're definitely gonna be like happy and thank all you guys. If we lose, we're like this is a joke. <laughs> it took him three months to to compile this. This isn't real, right? Nope. If we win, it's good. If it's if not, it was rigged. I'm kidding. Um. All right. Please subscribe here on Padres content. If you're here on replay, please hit that thanks button. For us, make sure to hit the notification bell, smash the like button, follow us on Twitter at John and Jim, at Jim Russell SD, at John Schaefer. We got the podcast, by the way, folks. If you ever missed the wrap up show, you just want the audio, there is a link down below for the podcast, anchor.fm backslash wrap up show. Please support our sponsors, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, Auto Home, Renters, Life Insurance, Earthquake Insurance, whatever it is. He can save you $750 this year. On your insurance. If you're a San Diegan, he's a huge Padres fan, lifelong San Diegan. Please contact Mark Nimitz for your insurance needs. There's a link down below. And ORA.organic as well. If you're looking to get healthier this year, Aura has plant-based supplements, proteins, probiotics, omega-3 oils, and much, much more. Do we have a Jake super promoting Padres hats at another site? We'll accept it. Thank you, Jake. Parksandnormal.com. What's that site look like, Jim, before we get out of here? I don't know. Go check it out. It's going to become like your new favorite site, though. Parksandnormal.com. Oh, look at this. What is this, Jake? Should I pull it up, Jim? No, it's okay. <laughs> check it out. Check it good out. Plug. All right. We're good. That's it? That's it, John. <laughs> I'm that. I'm going to miss that one for sure. You Thanks, are. guys. We'll see you tomorrow night. Bye-bye. Have a good one. Padres lose 3-2, sadly. Peace and love. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.